Got to read from the book of Matthew, the 22nd chapter, 14th verse to start with. Not very long. It says, For many are called, but few are chosen. Now, if you take that verse and just say, well, that's the end of that, doesn't sound very good. But actually it is. The call of God, now this is a call to salvation. It's not a call to be a preacher or a Sunday school teacher, but that's the start of it. But there's a, there's a call that comes to every heart. God leaves none of us out, and he's always looking for us. I don't think he ever gives up. I'm glad that he doesn't give up on us very easily. But if you read this chapter, part of this, at the beginning of this chapter 22, you see that the king invited some people to this wedding, the marriage of his son, and he sent people out to invite people to come. It, it sounds so true to how we react a lot of times. But it says that in verse 4, again, he sent forth other servants, telling them which are bidden, Behold, I have pre prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready come to the marriage. But it says that they made light of it, went their ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise. And they found all kinds of excuses why they shouldn't come. It sounds a little bit like me in my early days of growing up. I grew up in a home that my mom and dad had been saved, led us, my brother and I, in the right way. But as most young people, or some young people, I should say, I didn't want to go that way. And it's not that I had anything to lose. I just didn't want to be, I just didn't want to be a Christian then. I wanted to wait. But why wait? I don't know. I still haven't figured that out. Because I didn't do a lot of things for fun. I mean, I didn't have a, so much fun I couldn't hardly stand it. Actually, I was pretty boring. <clears throat> but there was lots of excuses why I didn't want to. I just didn't want to be a part of that church or part. My, I should back up a little bit. My grand, granddad and my grandmother actually started a church in the Fort Smith Church in Arkansas. And they had talked to us about serving the Lord. Now, I, didn't, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to have fun. What kind of fun would that be to keep you from serving the Lord? Well, you can, you can find lots of excuses to do these things. But 
this king invited these people and they, they did not want to come. So he invited some more. It says he invited, the, they, the servants went out and invited the good and the bad. And they showed up. But when the king came in to this place, he saw these other people. But he said there was one there that didn't have on that wedding garment. And why? And I think sometimes, even when people come to church, sometimes they they kind of like to get lost in the crowd. The pastor might see me. Or the preacher, whoever's preaching, might see me and they might talk to me. And sometimes we don't, we just don't want to listen to what's being said. But this, this man, all he had to do was to put on the wedding garment. That's all he had to do. And we could say, well, maybe he didn't know that he was supposed to do that. But actually, I think he did. Because when the king came to him and asked him, he said, How comest, how camest thou hither not having a wedding garment? And it says he was speechless. Maybe he thought he wouldn't be seen. Maybe he thought he could get in and what he had on was, was okay. But it wasn't. So it, it, it reminds me a little bit of myself. You know, sometimes you think you're good enough. In fact, I've heard people say, I'm just as good as the next person is. Well, maybe, maybe that's true. Maybe you might be better than they are. And we're talking about people that's not saved. I had a brother, or I have a brother. That's what he said to me lots of times. He said, I'm just as good as they are. Well, that still doesn't make us okay. We have, we have to be saved. We have to answer the call of God. And, and the call of God comes in very many different ways. I don't know how God get, got your attention, but he got my attention. I knew a long time ago that the Lord was going to come, and that was part of what I would think about lots of times. I knew I needed to be saved, but I wanted to put it off until I was old. Anybody here? like You don't have to raise your hand, but anybody here? I'll just wait until I'm old before I get saved. Well, that's not a good thing either. It's better to be saved when you're young because you have energy. And I'll tell you, I'm 74, and I don't have the energy that I used to have. So it, it takes energy, a lots of energy sometimes, for us to stay up with the Lord. And there's lots to do if we just ask God what it is that he'd have us to do, like we heard tonight. And the call that comes to us, we have to follow through on it. Back in 1974, up until that time, I had promised the Lord, I'll go to church and I'll get saved. But there was always something else that would come up that I, I didn't want to go. In fact, and, and we live 50 miles away also from the church in Fort Smith. 
So that was a good reason, too far away to go. But God would remind me, one of these days you need to be saved. You really need to come and, and do that. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to live like that. You can't have fun after you're saved. Anybody ever heard that? You get saved, oh, your fun's going to be over. Little do you know that it's just going to begin. You start, you really start, can start having good fun, one, a wonderful life in serving the Lord. And it's, it's not dull what we think it is. It, the devil will tell you it's, it's over when you get saved. But actually it is. It's just the beginning of life when God saves us. Like I said, many times I promised the Lord I'd go to church. And my wife and, and myself, we, we really needed the Lord. We lived moral lives. Never said a bad word in my life. Never used God's name in vain. Never smoked. Never been drunk. Never used drugs. I've even had people say to me, are you a Christian? I just had to hang my head and say, no, I'm not. I didn't want to be one either. But God has a way of getting to us. Uh, and, and as I was studying for this, I wondered, what is it that causes us to pray? What is it that causes us to come to that place and will actually reach out to the Lord? And God is right there to reach out to us, to help us. But what is it that causes us to pray? I've wondered many times. Well, it, it takes, it takes God talking to our heart and helping us to come to the reality of things that if we don't get saved what happens and I knew I didn't want to go to a lost eternity but God he puts a pressure on us a little bit he didn't pressure us in such a way that it's like I have to do this maybe we feel like that sometimes but God's love reaches down to each one of us and he guides us gently so my my grandmother invited us, you've heard this story, invited us to church on Easter Sunday. We'll be there. And we did. We went on that Sunday. And, of course, the special meetings, a week of special meetings was going to be the next week. And she invited us back to that. And I said, we'll be there. I don't know why I said that. You've heard my wife testify, it really upset her. Well, it didn't upset me because God was helping me there, helping me to do something that I didn't want to do. I felt the call of God in my heart, and I needed to follow through with it. I wasn't getting any younger. So that next Sunday after Easter, in fact, it was the 21st of April, which is tomorrow, is the day that we both prayed. 
God made a change. We went to church that morning. I heard a sermon like I'd never heard before. Oh, I've, I've heard sermons before, something like uh, about the coming of the Lord, but I never heard one like this. And I realized that morning, if I didn't take advantage of what was there to be had, I'd be lost. How many want, how many of us want that in our lives to know that we're lost? I realized that was just a fact. That's a way that it was. Fun or not, I wanted what God wanted to give me. And we made, we made our way to the altar, my wife, and both, both of us made our way there. I don't, I don't know how we got there, but we made it there. We prayed until the Lord, it's like some of the old timers used to say, prayed through. Prayed through. We prayed until God came down and made a change in our hearts that we were forgiven, made a real change in, in my heart. You know, I used to say, I don't want to be a part of the apostolic faith because I don't, I don't think that'd be good for me. I just don't think it'd be the right way. But now, all of these years, that's been many years ago, and I'm glad to be here tonight. I really am. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad that God got my attention and that he brought me to the place that I would pray. But that it's not over until it's over, because once we pray and God saves us, that's the beginning. He's called us to that place, and that will, will we follow through. And as that song, that last song was saying, help us to be faithful. You know, that's, that's been on my heart for the last few months. I pray, God, find me faithful. And I must. I must be faithful to the Lord. God has brought me this for. I can't give up. And we live in very, very troubled times. And I can say, well, it's not normal like it was. But who knows if it ever will be. But God has not changed at all. He's still the same today, yesterday, and today and forever. He's, he's still the same. He's still reaching out to people. He's still helping. He's still answering prayer. And he will help us to be faithful every step of the way. It's just that we have to do it. We just have to be faithful. We just, we just have to do that. We can't, we, we can't stop praying because the church is not exactly like it was before. We, we don't, we don't stop because other people, everybody is not here. We, we continue to pray. We continue to look to the Lord. I almost feel like Peter. Well, if, if I'm the only one, Lord, I'll serve you. Well, we, I don't, I don't think of it like that because I know I'm not the only one. I know there's many others tonight in this room that are faithful to the Lord. And, and they'll be here when, when everybody else is gone. They'll still be here. God is helping us in these last days. And it says in God's word that there'll be a great falling away. Well, we see that great falling away. 
Does that discourage you? It doesn't me. It just tells me that God is that much closer to coming. And things may not always be the same, but God's still the same. We still have prayer. We still look to the Lord. He looks down and he blesses us every step of the way. He gives us strength to to do what he would have us to do. We're thankful for the love of God that reaches down to our hearts and to the depths of our heart. And, and we feel like we can go another mile with the Lord. That we can be faithful to him every step of the way. I don't want to give up at all. But, and sometimes I don't like what I hear on the news. In fact, I just don't listen to the news as much as I did. Because it does something to me that I, I don't feel good. I don't like what, I don't like what I hear. And you know, it doesn't do any good to complain because it doesn't change anything. God is our refuge. God is the only one that we can go to and he's going to help us to leave this world one of these days when it's over and the world still, still be here. I'm looking forward to that day. And so I want to be found faithful when that trumpet sounds, that I'll make it there. Are you still on fire for God? Do you still feel that fire burning down in your soul when you got like when you got saved? You just couldn't wait to tell somebody what God had done for you. God is good. God is so good to each one of us. I don't, I've come, I've come too far to turn around. I think we could, we could probably all say that. We've come too far to go back. We want to keep on keeping on looking to the Lord. God is faithful to help us every step of the way. And he is. He's always there. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He's our refuge. He's the one that we can come and we can kneel before him and he can encourage our heart. So many times, and I pray for these meetings, I say, God, encourage, encourage hearts. Help us to be strong when it seemed like we would be weak. But God, help us to walk, to walk, and to do whatever he would have us to do, to be faithful in all that he calls us to be. So there's, there's no turning around. We know, we know for sure that Jesus is coming. We know that he is. And my question would be tonight, are you ready? If the trumpet were to sound at this moment, I've thought about that so many times. At this moment, I want to be ready. Because it, it will be in the twinkling of an eye. God help us to be ready when Jesus comes. Help us to be faithful to him always. And another thing, don't forget to pray. That's our, our uh, the only way we survive is that we look to the Lord, we pray to him and lean up on him and he will help us every step of the way. Jesus is coming soon. Let us sing Psalm 571 and the altar prayers open.